0: Oh wow. We got a rainy one here in, uh, in the lower mainland. Let me see if I can get the uh, get the microphone a little closer, hopefully clear up some of the I'm nearly not happy with this microphone setup, <clears throat> but what are you going to do? So, wood, concrete glass uh, all the beautiful parts of a of a building if used right? Sorry <laughs> right for where I got the name from. Um, my favorite uh, buildings are made up of those uh, those materials. It's not, you know, stone, uh, thatch, and um, stucco, or <laughs> something like that. I don't know. I, uh, I like the, the modern look with the contemporary clean materials. But uh, yesterday we were sort of talking about how. The process can can be a learning process for not just um, development and and, uh, and getting a physical um, project built. It can also be sort of a an emotional and people skills project, right? You can get you can get a lot out of the whole interaction, um, especially because you come out of a position if you if you haven't done it before. Come out of a position of of weakness. Right? If this is a new a new uh, proposal for you, uh, you come at it from sort of a vulnerability uh, um, because you don't know what's going on, and you're having to enter in with with professionals. Right? Sort of the, the the interesting dynamic at play is that the Construction and development industry is such a, such a um, you know, term-rich, uh, you know, a lot of meta-language so people can talk over your head, so you always have to be cognizant of that and just see if somebody's clearly talking over your head. Maybe they're hiding something. So if somebody is explaining something to you and... They're using language that is sort of seemingly attempting to confuse you instead of trying to explain it. be wary of those folks I, uh, I've experienced that when dealing with my own personal finances and I've dealt with a few uh, dealt with a few um, you know investment investment broker you know per- personal finance guys you know who want to help sort of manage your money and you said, "Oh yeah, what, what do you think I should do?" Well, you know, then they rattle off for about 25 minutes on on markets and the and this and that, and you know, the eyes sort of glaze over, and you you know, as much as you as much as you can. I, mean, I, I have a a business background, I have a degree, so I know the majority of the stuff, but I can tell that they're trying to like fall into their their pattern it's almost a test that i use to see if, if they know what they're talking about you can do the same thing in the, in the building side of things right you know you can once you start to get the language you can say oh you know explain to me how you deal with such and such and if they go way over your head like oh like how do you deal with um um foundation um installation do you um Do you have a standard group of people that you use that sort of thing. Oh, you know, like I'll get the surveyor to come out and he'll do a, a bench line uh, he'll set the pins like he'll they'll, they'll drift off into into technical um, technical sort of speak instead of just uh, instead of just sort of breaking it down like yeah, well you know as things get issued, we get uh, our confirmed set of plans from the set of plans the surveyor comes out and puts the the pins into the uh, into the ground the pins mark the um the offsets for offsets would mean the distance off of those pins where you measure to the top of the foundation forms foundation forms need to be at a certain height in order to get our right basement or our right uh, main floor elevation all these sort of things right and you know sometimes i mean not all people are are equipped for for teaching information too so you sometimes have to chalk it up to that Uh, they're not trying to swindle you they just don't know how to convey a lot of information they have in their head but it's just something to think about um i don't know the last few episodes here i feel like i've sort of drifted off topic to more of the More of the how to deal with people type stuff, um, which is I don't know, maybe valuable, maybe not. But uh, yeah, it's just because I see so many different characters in this business, um, you start seeing the patterns. Who, what applicants have done things right, what contractors do things right to get more business, what what applicants do things wrong, like, you only, like they're one and done, right? They see a process, or you see them once, and you never see them again. At that time, you did see them. It was like pulling teeth, getting information from them, all that sort of stuff. So you can assume that they've sort of folded their tent and gone elsewhere. But uh, let's go back to the sort of stag, stag model. As you're teaching somebody, you're you're sort of, every time you sort of bring a, bring the process up in conversation, you're you're sort of going further down the line, and you're, you're re, reaffirming to yourself that uh, you know a certain set of things, uh, and that you're also, you're, you know what you don't know, you're starting to understand areas that you don't um, have fluency, I really don't know if this audio is going to work, the rain causes the tires driving past you We'll see. But uh, so you've now taught somebody, and you feel like quite conversational about what you're proposing to do. You've sort of identified the various stages that you're going to have to go through. Um, you still haven't made an application yet, um, but you know that you're going to need a certain set of documents. So what this could be the, one of these, these sort of um, fact-finding missions so when you go down to, to City Hall, um, it could be a fact-finding mission where you pick up all the application documents, because that would be a part of the study process as well, is get a complete package. Um, they usually have, um, based on type of development you're gonna be doing, they'll have a, a set of application documents. And some informational stuff, grab all the informational stuff you can. And again, enter this into your study format. So you're you're, uh, you're building that knowledge base. And you've, you've sort of read through all these documents. It should be written really straightforward. Um, if it's not, this is a perfect opportunity to call in and say, "I oh, you know, I was reviewing your... Um, information package on demolition and I understand this, this and this, but can you clarify what, what the deposit is? Like, what, why is there a financial deposit? And, and if the person can't answer that, well, find a new person. Somebody should be able to answer, answer all your questions. At whatever municipality you're dealing with, somebody should be able to answer now, some questions may not be worth fucking over or, you know, just sort of like, oh, okay, that's just how how things are done. But if, if how things are done really don't jive with how you think they should be, ask the question. And maybe there's a perfectly good explanation for it. Maybe there isn't. Maybe it's not something you actually have to do. Um, checklists are often written for to, to catch um, the biggest amount of of issues. So if you read something on a checklist, don't just fill everything out and come down and submit. You know, ask the question. Um, there might even be opportunity to, to whittle a checklist from, you know, 10 items down to 5 items as you ask the right questions and, and start understanding. But don't, don't, uh, you again, use your, Contact you've made earlier on in the process, and say, you know, like, so I'm. This is what I'm applying for. I just want to clarify. I send send people some, some images of, of what you've got. Is this all going to work when I come down to make the application? When you when you do that, and you, and you you're dealing with somebody, and you're sort of you're sort of walking the path with them. When you come with your application, with Everything that the person you've been dealing with has told you to bring, you know, you, you, you say, here I am, we've had multiple conversations on the phone, oh, perfect, you know, you, know, you can even bring them a copy or say, hey, you know, thanks so much for your help, like, this has been great, I've really, I feel like I've got everything, can you take a look at it? Even if you don't have everything, because you've made that connection and built that rapport, you're probably going to get your application in. And you might say, okay, I'm going to take this in right now, but I need this, this, and this. And then it's a smaller checklist, but you've gotten the, you've gotten it into the system, and you've got it onto somebody's desk, who can then provide you more of the technical information that you might require. Um, so that, that sort of <laughs> diverted from you're teaching somebody. You've studied the application process itself your specific application process because you've identified where your property is on the spectrum, right? The five, the five different things you can do with a piece of property. So you know what you're applying for, you've gathered the application forms and you've taught somebody in your household or a good friend, like what you're gonna be doing and and what important information is gonna be required. You're, you're feeling pretty confident right now to go out and start gathering the materials required for that application. Um, and you've made your contact at the uh, local government. You've built that rapport. You've you've confirmed the checklist to to, um, to really bring it down into the the brass tacks of what is going to be required for the application. Because you can always provide more information, but you want to make sure you have a minimum amount of information because the delays occur when there isn't the minimum amount of information and now you're chasing, now you're chasing information down. Because it's a lot easier for the, the person who's sitting at the desk with the rubber stamp to say, you don't have anything, I'm putting this on the back burner. They may not even communicate that to you right? If you work in some super busy or really busy municipalities or, or governments, it might just sit and with no conversation whatsoever. And the person just goes, grabs the next file that has the right information and moves forward with their life. So providing more is always better, but like extra, it just for the sake of extra, doesn't help if it's wrong. So that's where teaching somebody as you go through building the rapport with somebody, you know you, you begin to trust at your uh, local municipality. All these things start adding up to a point where you're now finally gathering your application materials, and you're getting you're getting ever closer to that day of, of coming down with your with your checkbook. So next time I'm going to try to talk to uh, the various uh, application materials that are going to be required and I'll call it a day. Have a good one.